following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another roadshow journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong, including our longtime affiliate WHTC in Holland, Dan Evans, who does a great job in the mornings with Gary Stevens. Stop by, said hello. Just really good people in Holland. We're here inside historic DeVos Fieldhouse, where the Hope College men are practicing. The women just wrapped up their practice. Mo, Brian Morehouse, uh, the head coach of Hope College Women's Basketball, will join us later. Uh, also, we'll talk about the Hope men who are having a good season at 8-3. and three. They both just got back from New York City, rang the bell at the New York Stock Exchange. They got a Hope Forward program, which I find to be awesome, where they're encouraging alumni who went to Hope to help those who can't afford to go to Hope get a scholarship here and pay it forward. And it's called Hope Forward. That is amazing. A great feel on this campus. I want to thank Alan Babbitt, longtime media relations director in the I team, which I'll give some love to. The ITI team and the job they do for me. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to get to the Lions in Minnesota. I read Jeff Risden at LionsWire.com. Dan Campbell's going to play as starters. And you know why? I think with how sour everything was at the end, he wants to get a little structure back before he would just sit them and you're still thinking about the Cowboy game. Get a new storyline. Right. And with Isaiah Bugs gone and I don't know, there, there, there's something there that is away from football where it just wasn't meshing uh, with the Lions. So I, I, I believe the official officials storyline is behind us. NFL supported it. And the NFL sent out a video. Hi, I'm Roger Goodell. Here's what you need to do if you got to check in. You walk on the field like Taylor Decker did. You walk up to the official and you said, eligible. And then the official is supposed to walk over to the defensive captain and say, this tackle is eligible. That's what you need to do. And the NFL is sending out videos from the makers of Blue's Clothes and Sesame Street. So our multi-million dollar players and our multi-million dollar coaches and our multi-billion dollar franchises all can do what you need to do. So again, I'm going to show the video. Here it is right here. Okay. Oh, look, little Blue's popping up from Blue's Clothes. Hi, Blue. Me, 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 me. Taylor Decker walked over. 
Oh, hold on. Here comes the skipper. Not a skipper of the boat. He's skipper on the old line. He didn't report. But the official told the Cowboys defense that Skipper had reported as tackle eligible. So, what do we do here on NFL Blues Clues if the official got it wrong? Yeah, we'd like to fire him and put him on a one-way ticket to an island in the South Pacific, but we can't do that because of federal regulations. So, I'm putting this video out where you and everybody in the NFL will know what you need to do so we all don't get the post-game blues. Okay? Thank you. Enjoy. What the heck was that video? My God. And, and where, it, where it's even worse, I love how I say I'm behind the stories in the rearview mirror, and here I am going off on it right now. If you watch what they explained, Decker did everything perfectly. So what they basically did was do that video because this can't happen again. They know how bad it is. And what really stinks, as I was going through the playoff tree with my good friend, Joe Lavoie, who's a season ticket holder, we were talking on my way over here to Holland. You're, you're looking at the lines. are basically stuck. You need, like, Armageddon this weekend for them to move up to get the two seed, right? So they're stuck at three, which looks like it's going to be Matt Stafford. And the Rams. And don't tell me, any of you, that say, I want that. I want Stafford. No. If you, if you do the beginning of this script, when we were shocked by the trade of Matt Stafford to the Rams, and a lot of people thought that golf was damaged goods, right? You don't need the Lions season to end with Matt Stafford celebrating with the Rams in Detroit. No way. I think that ruins the season for me. Yeah, I like the NFC North banner they'll hang, and you got the home playoff game for the first time ever in Ford Field history, and they're incredible moments on the road. You know, the one thing about the Cowboys, like I said yesterday, they were in playoff mode from the start until the end. It had that big feel to it. The Lions side did, and I like that. And the road wins they've had this year and how well they played on the road. You know, began in Kansas City. You look at Green Bay, you look at Tampa, who more than likely is going to win the South and be a playoff team, right? You know, you, you look at what they did against the Chargers. You look how they took care of business against the Vikings. You know, a couple of road eggs against Baltimore, but look what Baltimore has done to the Dolphins last week, what they did at San Francisco. They're the best team in football right now, hands down. And I was looking at that schedule. There's a Monday night wild card weekend game to finish up the weekend. That will either, if it all falls in line, will be the Rams and Lions or Bills and the Chiefs. I think the Lions are going to get it. Joe Lavoie, which, by the way, his mother Rita at the age of 93, and she's one of those moms that I remember the first time I met her. She treated me like a son. She treated everybody like one of hers. Uh, lived a great 93 years. Uh, we lost George Lavoie's dad a few years back, but she passed away right after uh, the holidays. And she was one of the great women I've ever met. Always, always funny, always had a comment. Was never out of the mom mode, right? 
and I hadn't talked to Joe for a while because the families need they need their time to get through it. But I do want to dedicate this show and just salute uh, Rita Lavoy and the Lavoy family. And Joe and I were just talking about the the playoff setup and what could have been. You know, Green Bay still lurking. That the Lions, if they get that win in Dallas. It could have been Green Bay coming instead of Stafford. Who wants Matt Stafford and those receivers and Aaron Donald and a team that understands what to do in the playoffs? I don't want them. Some people are like, oh, Lions, yeah, man, I want Stafford. You do? Really? How, how's your offseason if Stafford throws for four TDs and 400 in Detroit? I'm taking three months off if that happens. I will not be able to function on air if Matt Stafford owns the Lions in the first ever playoff game at Ford Field. I just, I, I will, we'll start breaking down lacrosse. Nothing against lacrosse. I'm not downgrading the sport. That will. You talk about not a splash of cold water, but a tsunami from the Indian Ocean sweeping all the joy right away. And I get people, I can't wait to wear my Detroit Rams shirt there and be rooting for Goff and Stafford. Like I said yesterday, if you're one of those people, never listen to my show again, okay? Never. Pick a side. So uh, that does it. There's seven minutes in the rearview mirror. We're not going to talk about the officials. <laughs> I, I tell Brett before the show starts, look, this is what I'm going to do. I am not going to talk about the officials. I'm not. Not going to talk about them, Brett. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about Michigan-Washington National Championship game. I'm here at the beautiful DeVos Fieldhouse on the campus of Hope College. Purple Community. We're here with Van Andel Institute. Uh, you know I'm the biggest on-air supporter of the Purple Community anywhere in this state, if not the country. They got their Purple Community game January 10th. Hope women at 6 against K College. Hope men uh, to follow that. And again, it all benefits uh, finding a cure, research, cancer, Parkinson's are going after it. They got an internship program with Hope College, and also the Van Andel family have their name on the beautiful soccer complex. You want a D3 school with athletic facilities, uh, welcome to Hope College. It's amazing. So we're out here uh, with Van Andel Institute, Purple Community, our affiliate WHTC, and also uh, the good people here in Holland. If you want to join in, we do have our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. They're based here in Holland, down on 120th. Now, the question of the day, and I'm just curious off of what I said, will you be, if it's Stafford and the Rams in that first ever playoff game at Ford Field, are you cheering for both quarterbacks? I want to know what you're thinking. You can join me on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE uh, to 21,000. That's the word HUGE uh, to 21,000. Now, speaking of the Lions... 
How about this Lomas Brown Lions golf cart you could win courtesy of Impact Power Sports? They're Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart go-to dealership. 14 Mile in Rockford, west side of the state. They get people from all across the state who come there for all the big uh, boy and big girl uh, power toys. Well, this is a tricked-out Lions golf cart that could be yours. We're going to give it away next summer at the huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. All you need to do is text IMPACT to 21000. Simple and easy. You'll be in the drawing. And if you want your own tricked-out custom golf cart, you can design colors, anything you want on it, wheels, tops, flags flying, bells, whistles. You can do it all with Drew and his crew at Impact Power Sports. Stop out and see them on 14 Mile Road in Rockford for the golf club, for the neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, wherever you need it, okay? They got it there. And, by the way, on January 12th, I'll be live at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit in Novi, at the Suburban Collection Show place. And I'll be live 3 until 6, but Lomas Brown is going to be live doing a meet and greet with that Lions golf cart you could win 2 until 4 on Friday, January 12th in Novi at Suburban Collection Show place at the Ultimate Fishing Show. And then he's going to join me for an hour on the huge show afterwards. And that's going to be playoff weekend. Yeah. So stop out, uh, meet Lomas. And it's simple and easy for everybody to enter to win that tricked-out golf cart. It's sweet. Go to Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can see it, but text IMPACT to 21000. That's I-M-P-A-C-T to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer. I shop there. Get a $15 coupon like I did when you spend $150 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout, start redeeming next week, and get Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for $0.89 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID limit one, plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. Then save even more with M-Perks with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, 
It's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back in downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station 96.1 The Game. We're out here with the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, Hope College, DeVos Fieldhouse, one of the great basketball facilities on the planet. It's amazing. Old school, but still looks uh, awesome in Holland, Michigan, on our west coast. Hope College men are off to a great start, eight and three on the season. And the Hope College women are 12 and one, four and oh in the MIAA. And how about Brian Morehouse, the head coach? He'll join me later. 697 wins and only 95 losses. D3 National Power, uh, Hope College. Uh, we're also talking Lions and Michigan. Uh, I did throw out our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery, which also is based in Holland on 120th here on the west side of the state. If Matt Stafford is on the other sidelines for the first ever playoff game at Ford Field, are you cheering for Stafford and Goff? I'm curious. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line, locations all across the state. Because they are a Michigan-based bank, and your money stays right here in Michigan. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, I think Dan Miller, Voice of the Lions, is standing by for the Motor City. How you doing, Daniel? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. I have to tell you something, man. And I, you know, I've been in the business a long time, doing play-by-play uh, talk shows the last 32 years. But what the Lions are doing with your game calls and the way they're feeding them out, after the game with the video of you, Lomas, and the crew up in the booth. Uh, it is so well done. You are the ultimate play-by-play guy, and your enthusiasm for the Lions is real, and I can hear it from the heart. Well, I appreciate that, and, and we have a great crew uh, on Sundays and Saturdays and Thursdays. There have been all of this year, and Mondays. Um, and blessed to do what we do, but I will tell you, they're – they take it from there, and the Lions media crew and uh, One Pride Productions. I don't think there's anybody better. They're just incredible at what they do. So they can they can really doctor some things up, make it look great, and, and put the videos together. And, and I I am in awe of those guys and what they do. I, but I appreciate it. We're only part of the equation, though. Yeah. Do you think that One Pride Productions could doctor up the video from? Uh, uh, 
Taylor Decker checking in as uh, tackle eligible on Saturday. I, I'm trying to think. I know Joyce was the perfect game with Galarraga, but that didn't have the implications that taking that win away from the Lions uh, will have in terms of playoff seeding. Maybe you get to two, outside shot at one. But just for the NFL to have an epic game like that that felt like a playoff game start to finish, to have more of that garbage at the end, it just needs to stop. It does. Well, you don't – I mean, look, you never want those things, but it's even more embarrassing when it happens on a national stage. And, and unfortunately, this officiating crew has been in the middle of a couple of them about this scant link between Kansas City and Green Bay. And then this one, and look, you just don't want, you never want it, but it's even worse when it's right out there and it's the only game on. But, you know, it's, uh, I, maybe somebody has the audio and that's going to pop up at some point. That would certainly be interesting to hear. But uh, for the here and now, um, you know, you, you got to get ready to play the Vikings and whoever walks in here after that. Dan Miller, Voice of the Lions, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I tried to find positives from that game, and there were a lot that this team looked playoff ready, uh, start to finish, on the road. Nobody played the Cowboys as tough as the Lions did in prime time, and it was a big game for the Cowboys because they're fighting for the NFC East title with Philly, and then Philly turns around and loses uh, to the Cardinals at home. I love that. Uh, I love some of the throws Goff made because uh, outside of this Minnesota game, which we'll get to in a moment, you get to the playoffs, man, they got to bring it uh, every snap. Yeah, I do. And, look, they had. I think they had opportunities to do more in the first half. They had four possessions in Dallas territory and only had three points. Um, you got to finish off those in, in, a, in a playoff game. you got to find a way to get some points on the board and, in particular, to get into the end zone. Uh, but I think, you know, what they showed on that last drive, what Goff showed, his ability to just cut it loose and march him right down the field. The only incomplete pass should have been pass interference. Um, but uh, that I think you take away from the defense. Look, they're, they're, they've run the gauntlet here with some of these receivers they've had to face lately. And uh, they've, they've given up some big yards and some big plays. And I think that's something that you have to be a little bit concerned about going into a potential playoff matchup with whomever you end up getting. But, you know, it, it, and when all is said and done, too, they were able to hold Dallas to a field goal when Dallas took over in uh, great field position in that, that final couple minutes there. Um, and getting Hutch loose and seeing him getting several sacks, three of them in the game, was huge. Uh, hopefully that's a springboard for him to, to finish at the quarterback more often now and uh, continue to do the job that he's been doing with just a little bit more, which is getting the quarterback on the ground. So, yeah, I agree. I think there, there's some good things happening. I think there's there's some concerns uh, with that defense and, and their ability to, you know, get people off the field on, and not give up chunk passing plays. But, um, look, they battled. The Cowboys averaged 40 points a game at home going into that game, and the Lions held them down, had a chance to win, and, and certainly were right there um, with all the controversy uh, in position to do that. You've seen, uh, obviously, being the voice of the Lions every game, plus you've watched, you know, either live or highlights from other teams. Where, where would you put the Lions right now uh, when you look at the best in the NFL? At, at what number? Because uh, Baltimore is the best. Uh, I think we both can yeah. agree on that. What yeah. they've done to the Dolphins, what they you know did the Lions, what they did uh, at San Francisco. Uh, they're a clear-cut number one. 
when you start to look at two, three, four, and five, I guess you would slide the Niners in there at two. And I have the Lions right there in that group of five or six as the best in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. And and I think, you know, I, I don't know that we look at the Niners as uh, big of favorites maybe as we would have uh, five weeks ago. Um, they've looked vulnerable at times. So I think there's – you know, some of their invincibility has worn off. I, I do agree. I think Baltimore right now looks like the unquestioned number one. Uh, maybe some of this will come down to where you have to play a game and it, you have to go on the road. But, you know, every time we think that, somebody comes up with a big win on the road. So I would agree. Look, I, I, don't, I don't feel like there's any team that you would throw them out there with that you don't feel like they have a chance to go toe-to-toe with. This game last Saturday night was a great example of that, just based on the way that the Cowboys have played at home and, and all the things that they had done and winning 15 in a row going into that game. And I think that, you know, as much as that game left them with an empty feeling, I think it should also make you feel that you can play with anybody. And that's a good team with difference makers on defense that that, that the Lions did a great job against. So uh, I, I would agree with you. I think it's probably Baltimore, then it's probably San Francisco, and then it's probably a, a group of teams that all feel like they would have a real strong uh, case to be made to, to be the number three team. And if you're number three, as Dan Campbell says, just get in the tournament and anything can happen because our rankings don't matter. It's what these teams do on on that playoff game that day. And, and you know, do you, do you have a better day than the team across from you because it's all so close? You know, the storylines uh, for this team in season beginning uh, with the opening game at Kansas City, to the first ever playoff game at Ford Field. And I'm looking at schedules, everybody, the way it's setting up with the final weekend coming up. It almost looks like a lock that the Rams and Matt Stafford are coming to Detroit to take on Goff and Campbell and that crew. It's going to feel like the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big story. I mean, I would, I would say there, I think that's kind of fluid. Because, look, Green Bay's got to win and to get in. And the Rams and Niners are both playing backups. I mean, they're, they're playing backup quarterbacks. And I assume that means you're playing a lot of backups around the rest of the field. So I think that makes that game, I don't even know how you'd grade that when you don't know who's playing and it's a bunch of guys that don't normally play. If the Rams lose that game and the Packers win, the Packers are coming here. If the Lions don't move up, the Lions don't get all the things they need to happen to move the two. So uh, it looks like it's either the Rams or the Packers. But I, I, while right now it is the Rams, I don't think it's inconceivable at all that it could end up being the Packers. Now, your point, um, look, it's, it's a massive storyline. It's, it's Stafford coming back. It's Goff going up against the team that cast him aside. Uh, it will be a storyline to the point where it's nauseating, and it'll probably be a really long build-up to that game dealing with it. Um, but it's it's inescapable if, if that comes around that you know you have a guy that was a massive part of this franchise for the time that he was here, and a guy that took the Rams to the Super Bowl, and then you know very clearly and publicly kind of got cast aside because they felt they wanted to go in a different direction. So all those storylines, the Lions general manager, the Lions assistant general manager, all those things will be talked about uh, leading up to that game. There's, there's no doubt that would be uh, – let me say this, and we've talked about it. If it's the Lions and Rams, I can't imagine it's not either 
Saturday night or Monday night because they're going to want that thing in Amen. somewhere. I agree. I was talking about that off air earlier with friends. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, joining us on the Roast Humber Coffee Guest. I'm my man. Keep up the great work. Enjoy the Minnesota regular season finale, and here come the playoffs to Ford Field. Amen. Appreciate you. Can't wait. Thank you. All right, Dan Miller, check it in on the Roast Humber Coffee Guest line. And, by the way, if the Packers do get that last spot or they can move up and face the Lions as a six seed, remember what the Packers did to the Lions on Thanksgiving. So don't sit there and wish for the Packers, right? Stafford, Stafford and the Rams looked tired in that game against the Giants, and they should have lost it. And they hung on to win 26-25. I... Where we're at right now talking about the Lions is surreal. It is flat out like, are you kidding me? That the Lions are in the conversation with a legitimate shot. If you look at the way Philadelphia's playing, the Lions should have won at Dallas and San Francisco. I don't think Purdy's healthy. That their road to the playoffs, if the officials don't blow that call, could have been home field advantage in Detroit. And picture Las Vegas with the Lions Nation in a Super Bowl. You thought the Cubs in the World Series was big? Lions, this state would look like it's the 1880s and you're going, or 1840s, you're going out west like a gold rush. My Lord. We'll talk more Lions later. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com lives in the Ottawa County area. Uh, he'll join us. We'll get to Michigan and Washington and the national championship and also the living legend will join us coming up next as we're out here celebrating a great community event, the Purple Games, that benefit Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. Hope men, hope women, both basketball squads playing K College coming up a week from today, right? That's Wednesday, January 10th here at DeVos Fieldhouse, 6 p.m., with the men's game to follow around 7.30 p.m. And Coach Moe and the Hope College women, he's like Nick Saban without losing to Michigan. He's like 12-1. and one. He's got 697 wins. Practice just ended. It was about seven hours because Moe makes all the girls make 697 free throws for every one of his victories. I'm like, is this, is this going to end? I'm talking to Alan Babb and I'm talking to Bo Camp, the IT king. What's going on here? Coach Mo will join us coming up and be a part of that Purple Community doubleheader a week from tonight here inside DeVos Fieldhouse because it benefits cancer, Parkinson's research, and also interns who go from Hope College to Van Andel Institute where they're working on changing the world. Dave Carol Van Andel, Van Andel family, their name is on the soccer stadium here at Hope College. Really good people. And they want to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. And I give Hope College a lot of credit with their annual Purple Community Games a week from tonight against K-College Hope women's basketball first, followed by the Hope men against K-College. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy, R&B, genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45.
Tickets and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Bill Simonson here for my friends from Urban U. They are one of Michigan's top med spas. So if you're looking for top shelf skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, and just overall skin wellness, Urban U can help you at one of their three West Michigan locations and also in downtown Northville on the east side of the state. Find out more at theurbanu.com. When was the last time you thought about your skin health and wellness? Like I said, skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, wellness, Botox, and more. Let the professionals help you at Urban U. Four locations in West Michigan. Downtown Grand Rapids, Naps Corner. Also in Rockford, their waxology just north of GR. And you'll find an Urban U in Northville. If you want to discover everything they can do to help your skin wellness, go to theurbanu.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Wednesday Road Show inside the beautiful DeVos Fieldhouse on the campus of Hope College. We're out here with the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute. Uh, the Purple Community basketball games are a week from tonight with the Hope College men and the Hope College women. Come out, pack DeVos, and also help cancer and Parkinson's research at the world-renowned Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Our next guest is one of the greatest basketball coaches in the country. He is. I don't care what level. D1, D2, D3, NBA, NAIA, JUCO, high school, AAU. Uh, I don't care where. Because when you look at Brian Morehouse, I know it's not about him, but 28 years. 697 wins, 95 losses, and 880 winning percentage. They currently are 12-1 on the season, 4-0 in MIAA play, half a game ahead of Trine, who they play coming up on Saturday here in Holland. 
Amazing man. And and talking with players, talking with Alan Babbitt, talking with Bo Camp, the IT king, that it's the culture that Mo has created here that leads to winning. Yeah, you need you need talent, okay? But you need to find that balance between uh, culture and talent. And most players will talk about everything but basketball when they're having a conversation. And that says something about our next guest, Brian Morehouse. He is the head coach of Hope College Women's Basketball D3 national power did i read everything exactly the way you wrote it i just i want to make sure i didn't miss Uh, you missed that my wife is spectacular and has been there every step of the way and your dad your dad dad didn't make practice today how many practices has your dad for people who haven't heard this story before your father lives in fremont michigan old tri-river school uh with my high school sparta so what is it 40 miles from here 45 65 miles 65 wow from holland to fremont yep he drives down to every practicing game. Yeah, I mean, when, especially before. I mean, the last few years, like, he's semi-retired. So now, how old is he now? He's 83, going to be 84 in February. Wow. On Valentine's so Day. So he drives Everybody down to be your to. assistant, right? Yep. yep, so he comes down. And now, I mean, now it's a little bit different. Like, he runs the radio after, like, post-game show. Um, he's on the radio, which he's so good at. And, you know, he'll meet the re- recruits on game day. And so he's running sort of that into things right now as opposed to like the day-to-day stuff but still involved um every year we go up to he and my mom's house in fremont um this year we had 20 people packed in their house for a team bonding culture getaway weekend thing. And your mom cooks. My mom's you. cooking. And, you know, just like, you know, and nowadays you got kids that are gluten free and you got kids that are dairy free. You got my mom's kind of looking around going, what is this? Uh, that that was not the case. Slapping them the upside the back of the head. Yep. You're going to eat yep. this. You're going to eat everything. But then, been, you know, but then in the in the meantime, she's researched every gluten dairy free pasta dish in the world and she makes it for them and and they're loving it so yeah it's a family affair um you know it's uh i got the best job in the world i just got a phone call uh this morning from lisa hookstra um who was my, the first kid i ever recruited at home wow. first kid ever and she said hey mo you got 25 tickets i want to bring our high school and i was like for saturday i said hooks you know I'll give you 150. She was the first one that ever believed in me. Um, came to Hope, was an all-league player out of a Christian uh, school, Calvin Christian High School. Uh, was really, really good in our league. And, uh, yeah, it's those kind of relationships that just keep you going. And it doesn't seem like 28 years ago I recruited Lisa Hooks. Yeah, it didn't seem like 28 years. But, you know, I've been on the air. I'm into my 23rd. So and we've been out here yeah. almost every year. Yeah. Uh, that you know, with uh, whether it's Purple Community, whether it's been with our affiliate WHTC, or out here with uh, Hope College and the connection to West Michigan and the state and even the country, were you there ringing the bell at the stock exchange? I banged the gavel, man. It was one of the highlights of my. You banged the gavel. Career. That sounds like something you, you would do with Metallica inside Ford Field. I would go to that concert. Yeah, I'd too. bang the gavel. Oh man, I'd bang the gavel for Metallica. Uh, no, we. So we, one person rings the bell. And then was that the president? Yep. And the president rang the bell and they're looking around. They're like, hey, you can bang the gavel, too. He goes, I'm not doing two things like just because he's the most. So you stepped right up and grabbed. And and I'm just sitting in the back going, I ain't volunteering. And uh, Coach Mitchell, uh, who is like the men's men's coach here, great guy. He goes, Mo, you do it. You won the natty in 22. You take it. And um, so I was fortunate enough to have that opportunity. And uh, as a business major, when I went through Hope, 
that's a super meaningful thing to do. And the trip has a lot of meaning. I wasn't there. I don't know all the details, but my first thought when I saw the story with the whole president and the teams, and I think was Sturz up there too, or was that no? Other, that was uh, that was other coaches. I thought somehow Sturz, you know, like flew back from his vacation someplace to you know ring ring the bell and probably recruit the you know stock exchange guys' kids to come to Hope to play uh, football. He's probably at Times Square passing out business cards. He like, would find one. He would He'd find he, a dude. He, he, Man, he'd I'm find a dude. He'd, he'd find, find a, a dude in Times Square. He'd find the dude like who's singing with the uh, boombox <laughs> and say, "You know what? You are my next wide receiver. Come to Holland, Michigan. I'm telling you right now." So yeah, I saw the photo, but I, my first thought was the life experience for both of those teams and the coaches with the players in New York. There's there's a bad side of every big city, but when you look at the Gateway to America and the Statue of Liberty and the World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. A monument and the life lessons there. The trip had to be awesome for both teams. You know, we we I, we tried to share like four things with them that we thought were super important. Okay, first of all, my wife's um, dad was came through Staten Island through the uh, and if the the story of as the, an immigrant as an immigrant and they were um, it's very similar to what's going on right now did you see his name um, no, they have some I, of the I, list right yeah Don't we they? didn't we didn't look that up but yeah. we but so it's very similar to what's going on right now in the ukraine where the russians came in and they they were coming into estonia and he was the secretary of agriculture her, her grandpa her great grandpa was and um her grandpa was and then so they're trying to get away from the russians who are invading and he ran in the olympics a, a sprints and so he realized he forgot their papers so he had to run back um, to get their papers he's running back they miss their boat they have to find another boat to go on they get on uh, on this little trawler the boat that they were supposed to be on got blown up by a russian air force their boat makes it to germany in germany their fence is dividing where anne frank was because, I mean, they, they put those people in concentration camps. And on one side of it is the people that were rescued. The other side were the Jews. Mm. I mean, so it's like crazy. It sounds like uh, his story should be a, a movie. So, oh, it should be a movie. Mitch Album should do a movie on this. Uh, but the other, so we're telling our kids that story. And then we're also telling them. They, they, none of them were alive during 9-11, so we watch it. That, that's kind of scary for us. Right. When, we talk, I mean, that just when you talk about old, 28 right? years, right, yeah. But um, So we're telling them about 9-11, where we were, and how we could remember every moment of every that day. From when we saw it, and we thought it was a little Cessna going into that pl- place. We're like, oh, what a tragedy. To very quickly after that, we're at war. And they don't, we, they, they watched a documentary, which I thought was meaningful. We had them watch it on the bus. And then we get there and we go to the 9-11 museum and we walk through it and they experience it. And for kids that are going to Times Square and taking Instagram pictures and doing all this stuff and they're at the New York Stock Exchange, to a person, when we're on the bus ride home, we're like, what's the most meaningful thing you did? Like, what was the most impactful thing to 9-11? So I think we did our job. As, as, as people that want to infuse in our children this respect for what this country has gone through. And then we go to the Yeshiva game, which is a Jewish school that's playing our men's team. And I'm good friends with their coach because they had like a 60-game winning streak. We had a 61-game winning streak. So we're texting back and forth, even though different genders, throughout that whole thing during COVID and everything. And I finally get to meet Elliot Steinmetz. And he's one of the more amazing coaches I've ever met in my life. And I said to him, you know, just what you're doing here, 
how you're living through this with your guys is incredible. And I said, you know, you know, coaches, then we start talking small stock, right? We're like, hey, who's your next game against? He goes, actually, we're going to go to Israel in two days. They're going in to Israel wow. to do a mission trip for 10 days mm. to serve the communities that are in the war. Amazing. I mean, so like we get a chance to share that with our kids all because of this trip. That's why I, I, I said before, I, we didn't talk beforehand about this, that I could just feel uh, it was an unbelievable trip that had really nothing to do uh, with, with basketball. basketball. Yeah, even even the conversation with you, which we're almost out of time, and yeah. uh, with your players, uh, it's it, it shows the culture, Mo, uh, what you've done, what you're doing. The Purple Community Games a week from tonight that benefit Cancer and Parkinson's Research at Van Andel Institute in downtown GR with our affiliate WHTC. All good stuff, man. We're so glad to partner with Carol and Dave Van Andel. They're, they're I mean, the they're best, incredible they? what they've done, and, and Hope College is really... Sp- fortunate that we have people like that we can support back. Tell your dad I said hello, my man. Good luck the rest of the year. We'll talk soon. We'll do okay? huge. All right. There he is, Mo Brian Morehouse. Almost 700 wins. 28th year as a head coach. Hope College Women's Basketball Purple Games. Hope men and women. One week from tonight at DeVos Fieldhouse here in Holland. Big. Bad. Huge.